This is a Rooster Teeth production. I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. I'm Brian. Ahoy and welcome aboard Ship Hits, the fan of podcast about some of history's most notable uh-ohs and whoopsies on the high seas. And sometimes, like today, history's most notable, uh, huh? History's most notable... What? What? <laughs> 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 All right, well, this is the first of our in-between episodes. I think we're doing like three. They're not about full shipwrecks necessarily. We are covering some shipwrecks, but we we get to have some fun with these ones. Let loose. Yeah, cover some some of the strange happenings of the water-related happenings. My hair is down. Yeah, they're generally uh, still ship-related, not necessarily shipwreck-related, but they Mm -hmm. happen uh, on or near water for the most part. If there's... Wetness. Yeah, there's and there's usually a ship involved as well, but uh, they're super fun. If you're, uh, you know, just just have a listen. We got a really good one today. Um, we'll be back with the regular episodes in a couple of weeks, but right now we are writing and recording them so that we have a bunch ready to go for you. Yep, this is the fun time. This is we're yeah. letting our hair down. I love these. The bonuses are some of my favorite ones. Uh, there's some of the fans' favorite is, ones too. This is the show we want to make, but. The corporate oversight <laughs> oh, at Rooster yeah. Teeth says no. They say way. no. You gotta no cover way. the white ship. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> they insist that we cover they the white ship. Yeah, you gotta cover the white ship. If it bleeds, it leads, baby. We want casualties, <laughs> body counts. Yeah, this exactly. is this is where we can just be ourselves. They say, yeah. "Where's the blood? What's La Chasse Gallery? <laughs> I don't care." So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. This episode is about the Utsuro Bune. Ooh. Yeah, which is Japanese for hollow boat. And depending on your belief, it's either a myth, a legend, or one of the oldest accounts of man's contact with extraterrestrials. That's sick. Obviously, it's, it's the, the latter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the official stance before we even read the script or anything. I mean, I was familiar with this one. I this is I brought this to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is an alien. It's aliens. 100%. Uh, there is no doubt left, and you won't have any doubt left either after uh, listening. Yeah, and they're not an idea or a nebulous or, or some sort of abstract uh, amalgamation of the cosmos. They are yeah. thin, green little yeah. guys. And of course they would come to Japan first. Because you know they were some otaku aliens who were like, <laughs> oh my God, I love Nintendo. I love anime. I've always wanted to come to Japan. I'm freaking out right yeah. now. Yeah, but- and all the locals are just trying to like do their grocery shopping mm-hmm. and accommodate oh this weirdo. <laughs> Ooh, woo. Hey, we got another alien. Does yep. somebody want to deal with this? Like, oh God. Have you seen One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> but then one of them steals like an apricot from a grocery store and gets put in prison for five years. <laughs> I just wanted to know how my hero academia ends. <laughs> I am looking for Junji Ito. So one of the most interesting things about the Utsuro Bune is that it's actually pretty well documented, especially considering the time when it happened, which was the early 1800s. This is pre, you know, UFO people and all that stuff. This is like a, this predates all that. Yeah, this is area one. Yeah. So there are three texts, all written a few decades after the event, which basically tell the same story with only slight variations. And they're written on stone tablets? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, This is before the invention of paper. (laughs) 
in the 1800s. <laughs> They're all written on divider screens that I use in my room. Yes. Just to class up the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And to not block out any sand. Mm-hmm. They're all written on white women's ankles. What? I don't know. Whoosh. You know how people get Japanese tattoos? Like, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, oh, kanji. Yes. It's a soup. Got I understand. It. I was like, I must have missed that. Yes. I, I thought it, I thought y'all cut out. I was expecting roars of laughter. It's, no, it's, I got it's, you it's, now. It's a, great, it funny. it's a great joke. Yeah. You, you got it. You got it dead on. We're just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brian. All of them involved the same place, a strange ship, and a woman who many believe was from a different planet. <laughs> Just the best. I would like to try Udon. <laughs> <laughs> so she was wearing one of those hats that has long, that has like pockets. You know what I'm talking about? The hats with like the long oh, ears that go yes. all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And she had a Stormbringer uh, con bag. Mm -hmm. Is that the Stormbringer? I don't know. Some Final Fan. Forget about yeah. me. I have watched Jiro Dreams of Sushi 20 times. I need to go to his restaurant. <laughs> but I don't like raw fish. <laughs> Shrimp tempura for me, please. Uh, so, no, they ordered the chicken. Uh, yeah. yeah. Terry, chicken teriyaki. Like, yeah. I would like a Philly roll. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do you have pierogies? Pierogies. I don't know. It seems. Yeah, so me. here's how the story goes. Takes place, like we said, on February 22nd, 1803, when a group of fishermen spotted a very strange looking boat on the coast of the Hitachi region in eastern Japan. Mm. According to the description, the boat was fairly small, about three meters high by five meters wide, and it was found floating near the shore. Okay. Yep. The boat was circular in the shape of an incense burner. It was made of wood and covered with copper plates, and it had glass windows that were held in place with wooden strips. I wonder, what did an incense... Is that like... That's like those bowls, right? E, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like incense. I don't either, but, you know. And so I don't, I don't trifle with oh, okay. the shape. of It is. Them. It's a bowl. It's, it's almost like a vase with a lid, kind of. It's a... Oh, I think I'm I can I'm trying to think it. of how It's kind of yeah. like the, uh, the decanter, right? A little bit, but it's like porcelain or something. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. The fishermen decided to take the ship ashore to investigate. Inside the ship, they found strange inscriptions written on the wall in a language they didn't understand. They also found meat and bread, water, bedding, and carpets inside. It actually just said... I break for bimbos. <laughs> it's just a bumper sticker, but they didn't. They didn't understand English at the time. And then it had the outline of the the woman, you know. And yeah, the, yeah, sure, of course. And they yeah, just, kind so of it was like actually yeah, popping it out to I, us. We we would have understood it immediately, but to them in the eighteen hundreds, they'd never seen that before. Well, they were they were only concerned not because it was alien, but because it wasn't Dutch. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. She only knew two words in Japanese, Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Fizame. Uh, is, is ashore the right word? Decided to take the ship ashore? Did they, they brought that ship ashore or they went out? Yes. Yeah. Okay, got no, it. Sorry, I misunderstood. The, I thought they were going out to it. Got the, it. The script oh. is never wrong. Please. No, yeah. No, no, no. It's I, kind I, of the Bible. I know it's not, yeah. Also never wrong. <laughs> the Gar Codex. Aren't there dragons in the, or there were supposed to be in the Bible? Probably. We'll make another show about the Bible. Yeah. More interestingly, they found a young woman in the boat. She was described as strange and beautiful. She had red eyebrows and was about 18 to 20 years old. She had pale skin and red hair, which had white extensions that looked like they were made out of skin or finely cut fabric. Interesting. They couldn't understand her, but she said, Hi, Mary. Whoa, <laughs> where have we landed? Oh, I was supposed to. 
I was supposed to just be sailing around the aisle. Yeah, yeah. The, the first example of Irish flight. Yeah. No, not flight. It was a boat. Sea flight. She was being chased by a demon and had magical powers, and her name was Sailor Moon. <laughs> and <laughs> the young woman was wearing a long garment, and she was holding a small, light-colored box about 23 centimeters long. Oh, okay. I was yep. wondering how long it would be. The fisherman tried to communicate with her, but she spoke a language that they didn't understand. Oh, Again, just an Irish yeah, person speaking Irish English person, here. Yeah. She was also behaving strangely. She wouldn't let anyone touch her small box. Okay. Keep and according reading. to accounts, guarded it jealously. Smart, smart, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Make sure they take you out to dinner first. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> the fisherman understandably became kind of freaked out by the whole situation. Since they were unable to communicate with her, they just put her back into the ship and returned it to sea. <laughs> uh, Not my problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. My problem. I haven't caught my I haven't caught all the koi I need today. I I'm busy. Yep. It's like, let's all right, let's let's get you back in here. And we're just gonna kind of push like, blah, you blah, off, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, wash our hands of the whole thing." That's fine. Anything happened today at work at the seat? Mm, no, nothing. No. I, oh, um, mm. uh, Ichiro uh, throw a threw a net in like a way we hadn't seen him do before, <laughs> yeah. and that was actually uh, nothing really, though. No. Yeah. You know, they were all like, nobody wanted to be the dude who had to explain to the missus about why he's bringing an 18-year-old home that he yes. found in the sea. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Yeah, someone else's problem. We're putting her back. <laughs> so can you imagine, had they, not just, had they not just put her back, we would have had alien evidence of aliens or yeah. Irish people. Yeah, or the Irish. Either way. So what do we make of all of this? Was the strange woman from another planet? Yes, of course. Yeah, Cork. Yes. <laughs> like all Irish are. <laughs> there have been a bunch of theories about the Utsuro Bune legend over the centuries. Of course. UFO enthusiasts have obviously been enamored with the story, which makes sense, considering that the saucer-like shape of the ship and a strange person inside are the hallmarks of lots of UFO sightings. Mm. Okay. Some and... Are we saying oof? I, I've so, heard oofologists from nerds, from like real nerds. So I is that uh, true? I yeah, had a, I had a run in with one of these folks uh, okay. who cut my hair once, mm -hmm. uh, as I've told you about it. He called it uh, UF. What was it? Ufology. Okay. He he said ufology, and he uh, he was the guy who told me about rainbow body and the ascension and yes. the fact that he has four months of water stockpiled in him and his brother's uh, studio apartment. So that weirdo was wrong. Really? And it's ufology. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, wow. it's ufology. It's okay. the official, yeah. So I never said he was a weirdo. He sounds like a real weirdo. He spoke the truth. Okay. He's had the sight. Yeah. So yeah, some ufologists suggest the Itsuro Bune could have been an unidentified submerged object. Oh, ufology. It's UFOlogy. Yes, unidentified yeah. I don't know flying ology. That. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. So was it an advanced alien ship? Yeah, obviously. But, you know, there are, yeah. Other than the shape, academics who have studied the original texts concluded that there wasn't anything to indicate that the ship was technologically advanced. It didn't fly, and it seemed designed to just drift with the current. It sounds like she was just at sea, and uh, one in a million managed to wash up on the shores of an island, and they put her back. Yes, they doomed her. One theory is that the woman may have just been Russian. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was wearing a strange tracksuit. 
Bro. She shot three of us. Yeah. Come on, bro, please, let me onto your island. She had foreign jeans on. She was utterly unafraid of any of us. Yes. She was described as having white or pink skin and red hair with white extensions. Red hair is not uncommon in Russia, and women there at the time routinely dusted their hair with white powder. I guess it makes more sense than Ireland. She would have had to gone around the Horn of Africa. <laughs> you never know. The Irish people find themselves in strange and bizarre places all the time. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> I know. Recording That's, a podcast. Yes, exactly. The description of her clothes indicated that they might have been Russian in origin, and it also made sense that Russian Cyrillic writing would have been unintelligible to the fishermen. Mm. That totally would have looked like an alien language. It's, it looks yeah, like it an does. alien language Japanese. To me, it looks alien, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But especially, if, yeah, if you're Japanese and you have an entirely... I mean, and it, we have some letters in common with the Cyrillic alphabet. Like, I could yeah. look at that and say, this is clearly an alphabet, but they... Right, know, yeah. that's right. Especially a, a culture that had willfully closed itself off to most of the world uh, in this right. time. Yeah, exactly. And we'll get to that. That's important context, yes. Yeah. There's also a question of the box. It may have been cube-shaped, although we don't know for sure. We know from the accounts that the woman jealously protected the box and wouldn't let anyone else look at it or come near it. Otherwise, though, she was apparently friendly enough. So Yeah, until they put their foot on the side of the vessel and just kicked it back off into the safe. <laughs> right, yeah. And she was like, what are you doing? Please, hey, hang on. I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> An old man from the fishing village where the boat washed ashore theorized that she was a foreign princess who had an affair, her lover was killed, she escaped in the boat, and the box contained his head. <laughs> that is a uh, crazy theory. 23 centimeters? Is that enough to contain a lover's head? I'm trying to think. Um, 23 centimeters, that's like... <sighs> he may have had an especially small head. Yeah. That can happen. That's why she had to kill him. <laughs> or an especially large penis. <laughs> And that's what was in there. Do not uh, be looking at this box. It, it, it is not for you. It contains my greatest treasure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, there is nothing in the text that supports that. This is just an old man spitballing. This is sometimes, you know, you hear stuff about like village elders and it's like, yeah. And they thought this and this. And it's like, that is just an old man trying to look smart and wise. He also has some really problematic opinions about Koreans, too. Well, yeah, and this, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say something. I was going to riff on it or, you know, it's a, it's a lot of uh, jumps to make uh, to be like, you know, it, pro it probably was a princess. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And it's like, and, she, and she probably killed her lover. Uh -huh. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, and... I, I, that was her, his that head, was head in the, in the box. box. They're, they're like, like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Well, this guy's 70, so he's right. Yeah. And you could call more. Would it kill you? <laughs> I never hear from you. <laughs> so there's been a bunch of theories, though. The Utsurabune has fascinated academics over the years. Ethnologist and historian Kunio Yanagida investigated the Utsurabune incident in the early 20th century. He noted that circular boats were not unusual in Japan since early times. Only the Western-like details, such as the windows made of glass and the brazen protective plates, make the Utsurabune look exotic. He also found other legends that were similar to the Utsurabune. They had familiar beats. 
someone finds a strange girl or young woman inside a circular boat and rescues her or sends her back to the ocean. Stop sending these women back into the ocean. Why? Why? She needs help. They're not women. They're creatures. Like, I know. Like, at least drop her off at, like, a, I don't know, like, a, the local fire station A fire station, station or something. yeah. Yeah. Kazuo Tanaka, professor emeritus at Gifu University, has studied the Utsurabune for many years. At first, he theorized that the incident was an embellished account concerning a shipwrecked Russian whaler, but he could not find any mention of such a disaster in official records. He ended up doing more background research and has found 11 documents relating to the legend. The most interesting are thought to date from 1803, the same year the craft was said to have come to shore. Mm. Also the same year that it was pushed back out to sea. <laughs> Are all these accounts from the same like week where it just kept floating down the coast of Japan? Yeah, probably. In one document, he found an illustration of woman's clothing that was similar to that of a statue at a temple in the nearby city Kamisu, which is on the eastern shore of Japan. That statue is of a woman named Princess Konjiki, who is also known as a golden princess. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is getting interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you got to follow him here. You got to follow him here, but it's kind of interesting where he goes. Yeah. In one legend, Princess Konjiki is washed up to shore after traveling from India on a dugout boat in the shape of a cocoon. She repays the kindness of a local couple who nurse her back to health by telling them the secrets of raising silkworms. They also mm. said, you know, cash would do fine too if you have it. Um, yeah. Yeah, gold, diamonds, whatever. Would all, uh, but silkworm's fine. Silkworm's fine. So, I, silkworm is great. She's teaching them how to fish here. She's I know, I know. Them. Yeah. Tanaka thinks that when the first rumors of a hollow ship coming ashore were spreading in the early 1800s, locals may have incorporated it into promotion of the nearby temple and its statue of Princess Konjiki. Oh, it's marketing. Yeah, yeah. That's smart, actually. I know. Smart, smart locals. Tanaka thinks that the case of the Utsuro Bune is unique because it's specified as having taken place on a specific date. And he also said, it's strange that there are specific pictures of the craft showing it as resembling a flying saucer. Pictures meaning drawings. Yeah. Although the, those old Japanese drawings are amazing. Yeah, they're great. He told Nippon.com, I feel it was probably based on something that really happened, but Japan was largely closed off then. So if there was a wreck of a foreign ship or foreign people had arrived in the country, it would have been a huge event and a government official would have investigated and left a public document. If you're wondering, there are no records of solo women traversing the Pacific in 1803. An unwed woman? In the open seas? In a canoe, apparently? <laughs> in the open seas. Yeah. <laughs> Where is her husband? Where is I know. <laughs> That's why they sent her back out. Come back when you have a man. <laughs> By comparison, a few decades later in 1824, 12 lost English whalers came ashore on Japan looking for food, and it was a major deal. They were apprehended, and the incident led to new repulsion acts in Japan against foreign vessels. So, needless to say, a foreign woman traveling alone, washing up on the shores of Japan, would have almost certainly prompted some government interest. Well, maybe that's why they pushed her back out. Paperwork. Yeah, they're just like, trust me, this is not worth your time here. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing you a favor by sending you back out to sea. Hawaii is that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go there. Aim for that. There's going to be a trash pile in a, like a couple hundred years. Yeah, so. yeah. Tanaka concludes that the tale of the Utsuro Bune was a literary mixture of folklore and imagination. He and Professor Yanagida both concluded that the story was rooted in the circumstances of the time, namely Japan being closed from the outside world. 
This stuff is fascinating to me. I know. It's like, I, there's a few videos about this that really detail it well, but they really did just lock down an entire country, which yeah. which helps when you are an island nation, but yeah. Uh, yeah. just, it's it's just fascinating. And then the fact that they were like, we'll trade, but just with the Dutch. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. Yeah, it's weird. And like an island, and, and like a significant nation. I mean, they're, yeah. they're still yeah. like, you know, it's not like it was some minor thing. It's like a, a big ancient culture that's just like, nope, nope, we're, we're not going to have anything to do with anyone. It's not like Wakanda. They did decide to just <laughs> right, close off. Real. Like it was open before. It is real. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, it's like they were just like, all right, we, we got to just yeah. focus on us yeah. for a bit. Uh, during well, this, real. <laughs> during this time, known as the Edo period from 1603 to 1867, Japan had a strict isolationist foreign policy. During the time when the Utsurabune incident allegedly happened, Japan was still half a century from ending its 250-year policy of isolation called Sakoku, which completely cut it off from the rest of the world. 250 years I know. of this. That's like almost as long as America has even just existed. Yes. Yeah. And look what we've done with our time. <laughs> and when you take that into account, the Utsurabune could be a mirror of Japanese anxieties at the time about the outside world. In the story, experts say the stranded woman with European attributes showed how much the local people were afraid of negative cultural influences from the Western world, especially North America and Great Britain. So there you go. Uh, mm. yep. Have you got a cuppa? Huh? <laughs> what, was it an alien come to Earth? Yes, of course. It was. Naturally. Or was it just someone from a neighboring country? No, 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 no. That's insane. Maybe a neighboring It was an alien woman, obviously. You t idiots, get a, the thought out of your head that it might have just been a European. And a bombshell at that. Oh, she was, yeah. Hot, the, hot alien. She landed on shore and they went, <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah there are illustrations of their eyes telescoping out and their jaws hitting the sand. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they were taking drags of their cigarettes and they exhaled and the smoke was the a heart, heart shape. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. But then one of them smelled a pie, so they had to kick her back out and they <laughs> started floating back. through yes, the air. exactly. Yeah. It was a beckoning finger yes, made of vapor. Yes. In any case, whether it's fact or fiction or a mixture of the two, the story of the Utsurobune has been a fixture of Japanese culture for centuries and will most certainly continue to be for many more to come. It could happen again. It's just a cool story. I love stories about aliens from the days of yore. Yes. Yeah. And, and I love, love, love things with multiple accounts. Yeah. And, you know, ignoring the fact that people sometimes just lie to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they hear it happening somewhere else. But... I, I don't know. I love folklore and I love space. So it's it's awesome when they mix. Yes. Yeah. Check out the photos of this too. It is really cool. The uh, There's a lot of fairly detailed illustrations of this thing. And it it's very, it is strange. It's a, you know, a, it looks like a UFO basically. It is interesting. Like, yeah, there's all these accounts. Like the first one was like 20 years after. And then about 10 years after that, there's another one. And then and then about 10 years after that, there's another one. So it it does feel like something happened. Do you think the same yes. part yeah. of Russia was like, okay, let's let's try again to make contact. I think it's been 20 years. Maybe attitudes have changed. Let's send another red-haired woman. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time it's like we need to sell these beaver pelts. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, these are amazing. And it's got like an interesting patchwork thing and, and the windows are pretty consistent. Yeah. It looks like, uh, oh, what are those like metal pans for meditation music? I don't know. Never mind. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, anyway, that's bonus episode number one, the Utsuro Bune. We'll be back next week. We got another... Another couple bangers coming. Got a couple bangers coming. These we love doing these. They're obviously a little bit on the shorter side, but also they are, uh, you know, fun for us, and fun. And, and it gives They're us the ones. space to to really prepare uh, a whiz bang season of shipwrecks uh, and the like for you, which we have mapped out all of season three. We're very excited. Heaters. We have some off requested uh, uh, ships and. Uh, I'm not realizing that there's maybe a major one that we still have to figure out how we're going to tackle one day. I don't worry about that. Okay. Is it Titanic? It's Titanic. Of course it's Titanic. Yeah. But that's not oh, going to happen yeah. this season. Not this so season. Not about this that. season. Not yet. It's... Keeping you waiting. We're still edging you. Because our our listenership is going to tank after that. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do a oh, yeah. we're gonna do a full eight episode season just on the Titanic. Honestly, I mean, like, we, f- we that probably could. Interesting. We probably could. Yeah. Yeah. We could do like oh, a. Easy. We'll talk about easy. it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Ship Hits Pod on all social stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some TikTok videos that are going to be coming out. We shot one. We, shot we actually one. shot one. Yeah. Are we promoing TikTok? I know. It feels so stupid. <laughs> Ryan, it's the future. It's it's where it is all happening. And the best part is nobody leaves the app. So yeah. promotion is impossible. Yeah. Anyway, have a good one. Bye, everybody. May your bones bleach any sands. Bye. Bye.